Hello, and welcome back to Everyday Wellness with uh, me, Lisa, and I'm back today with Mary Scholes. Um, for those of you who have been listening, Mary is our meditation coach and Reiki master. Um, to find out more about Mary, of course, you can go to our other podcasts. Her and I have done a few of those together, so that gives her all her credentials and all of her information on where to find her. But for today, we're going to kind of just do a little bit of girl chat um, table to table here, and so feel free to grab yourself a tea or coffee, have a seat, and uh, join in because at the end of this, we're going to want to hear your comments and takes on this conversation. So, welcome, Mary, back first. <laughs> Thank you for having me again, Lisa. Great you're, to see you. You're welcome. I was so excited to, uh, I almost forgot to say hello because I was so excited <laughs> to start talking about this conversation conversation i just ignored you completely that's okay um so we're talking about something that mary came up with this really fun idea it's called law of least effort so i have to be honest when you first texted me this idea i kind of went uh-huh okay <laughs> sure i'll come and do this um so i guess initially you're kind of more the expert on this law of least effort um so what exactly is it how would you explain it and then i'm going to give you my thoughts when I heard that. Okay, well, you know, there are several uh, spiritual laws of success, and one of them is called the, uh, the law of least effort. And so really, what the law of least effort is really, it's just a principle of doing less, but accomplishing more. Because I think a lot of times we feel that we're on that treadmill, right? We're trying to get everything done, and so it's go, 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 and we're under the illusion that there's not enough time. We're under the illusion that I have to work really, really hard. And that's just not the case. You know, uh, when we kind of uh, tap into uh, the more natural instincts that we have inside of us about what we're attracted to, and if we pay attention to those and follow them, we get off the treadmill. Mm, okay. So attracted in general, be it um, a, a um, uh, career goal or um, I don't know I should turn left but I'm going to force myself to turn right even silly things like that I guess really right yeah absolutely it's really just kind of paying attention to what makes you feel good mm-hmm. you know and as I always say I mean our, our feelings are kind of our emotional guidance system mm-hmm. right and so a lot of times we ignore those feelings and those you know little intuitive pokes mm-hmm. that we get and so when we ignore them, that's when the resistance of life comes in. So it's about settling in and, you know, you can actually liken it to, to nature. When you think about nature, the sun knows how to shine. You know, we just, every morning we get up and the sun shines and it just happens naturally. Right. Um, you know, uh, it's the same with, uh, you know, fish know how to swim. They're not, to, they don't have to be taught. It's their intrinsic nature to know how to swim. So... As humans, we find ourselves chasing things. You know, I want to chase that. I'm going to try that new diet and try and lose those 15 pounds. Or I'm going to, you know, force myself to take this course, even though it might not be something that you would enjoy, but it's going to, it's going to move you forward in your career. Yeah. Instead of focusing maybe on uh, an avenue, a joyful avenue, that might lead you into a new career. You know where this is going to go, though. People are going to be listening to this, and they're going to go, okay, seriously, Mary, because sometimes we all have to do things we don't want to do, right? That's the first thing. I think with with intuition, though, um, I... Well, I was, let's go back to that. Let's okay. explore that thought, Lisa. Okay, Mary, nice. <laughs> I think that's interesting. When you say we all have to do things we don't want to do. Right. In my... In, in, when I think about applying mindfulness to that thought, well... That's a thought that needs to be changed. 
mm-hmm. because when you say that, there's all there's things that. Oh, I didn't necessarily say. It. I said the people. Oh, listening. people. No, absolutely. No, but it's a great example. Yes. Because I get this. Yeah. I get this actually from my sisters or my own family members. Just, yeah. You know, it's like you got to get your head out of the clouds, Mary. Like you know, stuff has to be done. Yes. And but we live in the same clouds, so we understand each other. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. And my, my cloud's green. I, I, I love my cloud. Me too. <laughs> There's rainbows and all sorts of great things uh-huh. going on. But no, really. So this is about paying. This, this, I'm so glad you brought that up mm-hmm. because it's very true. People think, I have to, I have to, I have to. And, you know, whatever tasks we have to do, we can bring some kind of mindful, uh, joyful focus to it. Yeah. Some form of appreciation to it. You know, we have to get gas in our car. If there's one, and I'm using this because I hate getting gas. <laughs> there's one thing I hate doing, especially in the winter. I hate pumping gas. Yeah. So, but so let's just take a simple thought like that. Yeah. I hate pumping gas, but it's something I got to do. Right. But that, me pumping gas allows me get to, to get to my job. Right. Me pumping gas allows me to go get my groceries. Right. Come visit you. Yeah. Or do whatever it is that I have to yeah. do. And so when you can just kind of tweak the energy of that thought to, well, you know, I, I, and not look at it as much as a chore, right. but the positive, the positive. Yeah. So I know that's a very simple example, yeah. a, a very, very simple example yeah. of doing something that you don't want to do, but the benefit of doing that. So sure, there are those mundane tasks that we have to do to, yeah. to keep our life going. And, and I'll agree with that. Mm-hmm. But we can give it that mindful spin, that, uh, uh, you know, a spin of appreciation yeah. for what we do have. So I just wanted to kind of just that's jump a good, on that That's thought. a good, yeah, that's a good way to put it, is if, if we stop and take a breath for a minute and, um, yeah, kind of look at every single thing we have, if we can learn from it or take a positive spin from it or put a positive focus on it yeah then it doesn't become such a daunting task absolutely yes for I sure. agree 100 percent. Sure. and that also changes remember the chemistry every thought that we have is uh, holds a vibrational frequency every thought you think is sending a biochemical reaction to your physical body so if i can change pumping gas and and find some form of a little bit of appreciation into that task you know that's a good thing. What's well, funny you say that about the the uh, in, every thought in, in, in power in embodying our body. That made no sense, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, as I I did a podcast with uh, uh, a friend of mine, Donna, yesterday on on melt method, um, and she talked about that exact thing. How she said that every ounce of our every cell in our body. How she worded. I'm going to get this wrong, Donna. So I'm sorry. I'll write in advance. Mm-hmm. Um, that every thought we have from the time we're born, um, our body remembers it or something. Yes. The, the emotional connection yes. that comes There's with it or something. There's even uh, scientific evidence. I was just reading an article yeah. on this, and even in, in the fetus. Yeah. You know, as a fetus. So, yeah. But, I mean, as, as And then it can come out in time and pain and discomfort and, and all this kind of stuff. So, Absolutely. our thought, our daily thoughts really do, like, we might think, oh, we're just where thinking thought about goes, that moment. Energy flows where thought goes. Our thought... Energy flows where thought goes. I like that. That's cute. It's a Buddhist phrase. It's not mine. Oh, well, I like but, that. Yeah, it is good. And yeah. I remind myself of that. Yeah. You know, what, whatever thought that I'm choosing to hold, and it's always a choice. Yeah. That's where my energy is going to flow. So if I'm holding some kind of resistant thought, mm-hmm. that is going to manifest into some kind of discomfort or discord in my life. Oh, for sure. I know even with, with when I meet clients for nutritional um, things... They get, they get really confused because at first they'll say, I mean, the bulk of my clientele is autoimmune, as you know. Yeah. 
And so a lot of those people will come to me in pain and discomfort and all these sort of things. And they're expecting me just to kind of sit down and go over food. Like, mm-hmm. okay, we're going to tweak this, we're going to do this. Which is very important. Which is very important. But I also take time out to sit down and assess the whole body. So I have like a, a questionnaire of that too. And Fantastic. it's interesting because if somebody says to me, for example, you know, I don't know, I've had a lot of bloating or this or that. One of the things I will say, you know where I'm going to go with this, you're smiling. Yes, I do. <laughs> one of the things I will say to them is, what in your life can't you digest? Yes. Right? And they're like, Fantastic. What? And I, so then I sit and take time and I'm not going to share that with you people right now because you're going to have to either come and see me or listen to another podcast. And, um, and you know, they, it's the same if you have neck pain or, you know, Absolutely. foot pain and there's always some emotional component. I, the way I've been trained. There'll be resistance in the body mm-hmm. from any, you know, and basically Carolyn Mace, uh, she basically, uh, has said she's a medical intuitive and I, I love her books. Uh, that we, I think it's 72 hours. We have 72 hours to release a negative thought. If we don't release that negative thought within 72 hours, it manifests as some form of stress in our physical body. Wow. Yeah, so think about that. That's so scary. we have time. So I always say, okay, I'm holding some negativity. I'm holding a judgment. I'm very aware. I'm like, okay, 72 hours. Yeah, right. You know, but I really try and bring my attention to that because I don't want, um, I want to serve my body. I don't. I don't want to be uh, my thoughts to be in disservice of mm-hmm. my physical body. So I ask myself, or or I ask people, and I'm also you know, uh, caught, you know, think of, think about this as for myself as for well. Me, but yeah. what am I chasing? Is there something that you're chasing? Because if you're chasing something, and this applies to the law of least effort so much, Lisa, because whatever you're chasing, it's probably not for you. Mm-hmm. But we think it is. We have this illusion that that's going to make me happy. Because we're so that's focused on what's going to give me the money I want, or that person's the one that's going to make me feel good about myself, mm-hmm. or is that you know this, that, and the other? Yeah. You know, it's this vacation that I have to have, and you know, and it's not. And we lose sight of what maybe the universe is trying to bring in because we're so tunnel visioned on that you know end of the rainbow piece like that that well said. What, tunnel vision, what tunnel vision um, that we're missing you know these other little pieces could be coming in at the side and we're so we're just like kind of shuffling them out of the way because we're we're so focused on what we, where we think we're supposed to get to right see and, and what you're saying is exactly so accurate because our focus is external mm-hmm. it is not internal mm-hmm. our tunnel vision as you put um, you know, that is, you're not able to see the big picture, mm-hmm. right? You're so focused on how you think it should come down the pipe. So yeah. you then develop a very large attachment to that. Yes. When you're attached to anything, yeah. well, you can expect some resistance. Yeah. It's not going to happen. And people will feel that vibe. Yeah. I love that too. That's true. You've attached to it and it's really not, you're not even attached to the thing yet because you haven't even achieved it. Yeah. You're attached to the thought that you have created yes. if you get there. Well, if I get there, then I'm going to feel X, Y, and Z. Right. So you've already created this illusion in your head. Of and you're, you're blocking the natural outcome right. that's waiting to come down the pipes. Yes, Because exactly. the solution, this is another great thing, Lisa, is that all the problems and challenges we have, the solution is already in there. Mm-hmm. The solution is in the seeds of the challenge. Yeah. And so if we look at that challenge and say, okay, this is not all challenge, this is lesson. Yeah. There, there's a big lesson here and I'm going to grow from this. And so if, you know, again, it's our perspective and, um, and just choosing to say, okay, I'm going to surrender here. Mm-hmm. I'm going to lay down my sword. I am not going to fight. 
and I'm going to be present, and I'm going to be present with appreciation, mm -hmm. well, then you're really starting to begin to apply the law of least effort. Right. When you really begin to just say, okay, I'm surrendering, I'm just going to be here with what is, I'm going to acknowledge what is, and I'm going to stop any blaming, any external kind of deviation from yeah. what is, yeah. and just really rest and, and lean into what is here, even if I don't like it. For sure. And then you can focus on the release of that and allowing, um, you know, for, for what the natural solution uh, will, will just come forward mm -hmm. in a very easy way. So why do you think we have um, challenges doing this? Because we're control freaks, that's why. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you just took the words out of my mouth. How often do we defend our point of view? Yeah. How often, because because we want to be right, mm -hmm. you know, we need to be right because we need, you know, we're trying to validate and, and get approval and instead of just, you know, could you go through a day and, and not depend, defend a point of view, perhaps gently state, well, you know, uh, you know, I'm not saying don't interact or, or give your opinion, mm -hmm. but there's a difference between speaking your truth and defending mm -hmm. a thought. Mm -hmm. You should never defend a thought. Yeah. It's okay to share a thought and... And it's okay if if that the person on the other side of the table is like, well, that doesn't align with me. Mm -hmm. Well, that's okay. Yeah, it aligns with me. Yeah. And when I say control freaks, I don't mean that in a bad way. I mean it in the way of that we as humans think that we know what's best for ourselves. Yes. And we do to an extent, but not at the cost of. Um, how am I trying to say it? Like to try to get to something that's causing us like anxiety along the way or mm -hmm. stress along the way. Like if something that, if one of our goals is causing that and it's not easily kind of, the doors aren't easily opening, yeah. then yeah, I think we need to reassess. Maybe we don't quite know the best. Exactly. Or maybe maybe as we're going along to that end point that we're hoping, maybe there's some room for some little deviated journey because... Well, and that's why we need to practice the art of being present. Yeah. Because say there's some resistance, you're going down that road and you're like, boom, mm -hmm. wow, I got a block here. So you want to ask yourself a really easy question. Yeah. So if I turn here, how do I feel? Yeah. Does this feel good or does this not feel good? Yeah. Or am I acting out of fear? Am I turning left here because I'm afraid? Or can I rest here for a moment and see what's going to happen? Can I rest here without judgment and blame and just be here for a little bit yeah. and see if you don't overcome that? Yeah. You know, we're so quick to assume something's uncomfortable. We want to we want to hurry up and get past yes. it. Yes. But if we could just rest there a moment and say, what is this bringing to me? Yeah. Because sometimes the discomfort is the gift. Is our exactly exactly yeah. And the thing you know. I mean, really, the path is already there, Lisa. And all of our challenges, all of our obstacles, the the right path is already there. Mm -hmm. And all we have to do is just align ourselves to that path yeah. through meditation, through good nutrition, through exercise, you know, through through, through, this through monitoring ourselves. our thoughts, yeah. our thoughts and honoring yeah. our thoughts, yeah. and you know, recognizing our, our habits that uh, you know pull us away from and not being to be afraid of thoughts. Them. I'm not being afraid of them. Should never you know? be afraid of a thought that you're having. Yeah. And if you do, if you you do have a fear, well, then you need to do some self inquiry about that. Mm -hmm. And that's another podcast. Yes. <laughs> I have several <laughs> solutions to how to you know do self inquiry. Yeah. But um, yeah, then it, it then it's time to re examine and to get still, be still, and be quiet, mm -hmm. and and 
and say, is this for me? Yeah. Do I feel good? Do I feel good, exactly. Do I feel good? Yeah. You know, and how I feel matters. I honestly, I used this mantra this morning. I, I had a situation and I was in some discomfort. And as soon as I said to myself, because, you know, I've got so a, mindful, a hat of mindfulness little things that I do for myself. So just to clarify to people listening, discomfort yeah. physically or discomfort in the decision you had? Okay. In a decision. Okay. And I said to myself, and I was leaning one way, and I went, oh, wait a minute. And I applied the how I feel matters mm -hmm. and just sat for a minute with that. Mm -hmm. How I feel matters. Yeah. When you actually do that, it's like, oh, okay, no, I need to do this. Yeah. And so it's a great affirmation. It's a great uh, pivotal uh, uh, point when you can... Uh, bring in an affirmation for some clarity and it also too I because I you know sorry I did um, something similar where I'll say you know what am I feeling oh fantastic. like if I if I'm not yeah I'm not if I'm not sure I'll, I'll take a second I'll just sit there in a minute and I'll just kind of you know go okay wait what am I actually feeling and then yes you, because until you're aware right you can't move forward yeah yeah and nine times out of ten you'll go oh yeah no okay I'm good to go yeah. Like I'm good. It's not. It's just sometimes our, you know, it just kind of goes. And until you sit and you kind of step into that moment and kind of be present, like you said, that's when mm -hmm. the clarity comes, right? Well, right. And when you ask yourself how you're feeling, um, and you and, and you're honest with yourself, the next step is to just accept that. Yeah. You know, that's applying that little thing, salt that I do, mm -hmm. suspend the judgment or the spend the negative thought mm -hmm. just for a moment, accept how you're feeling about that mm -hmm. thought that you're having and then just shelf it mm -hmm. just let it go and then trust what comes yeah and so but you're right on the money when you say i have to ask myself well what am i feeling mm -hmm. that's where you start awareness right. is always the first step yeah so i think you know as, as we're talking about this and people are probably thinking what does this have to do with the least the, the law of least effort and so what we're trying to explain is that the more you try to not control every aspect mm -hmm. and the more you kind of um just kind of roll with things and see where things naturally unfold and take you yes um, it's about doing less it's a lot less accomplishing energy. more and you're using less energy mm -hmm. because you're doing things that you love yeah so when you focus you know it's kind of a heart focused kind of uh law mm -hmm. well I, I suppose they all are but pay attention to, you know, it, how am I feeling? Is my heart in this? You know, do I love this? Do I even like this? Am I doing this because I have to? Or because, you know, um, my, you know, ask is yourself, it, why am I doing is this? Is it giving me anxiety? Is it giving me stress? Is it, you know, mm -hmm. you know, I, I don't know, making me... Then you are not aligned to your right path. Exactly. You're not, you're not aligned to your purpose. No. And so our purpose could be something as simple as... I'm not saying that we have these all these different uh, you know uh, magnificent very high profile purposes mm -hmm. our purposes can be very simple yeah but one thing we're all entitled to and, and here to do mm -hmm. is to create a loving existence for ourselves yeah and share that with others yeah that's my opinion we're all you know as Esther Hicks so beautifully says we're all here to co-create mm -hmm. together and we are all here not to experience resistance, but to experience peaceful living, joyful living, uh, expanding our soul's growth while yeah. we're here together. Mm -hmm. And so the law of least effort 
um, is simply about doing less and accomplishing more. And so, see, at the beginning of the podcast, I said, okay, I want your thought on it, and then I want my, I'll, you know, intervene mine when I read that. And so, to me, when I read the Law of Least Effort, what I think about is going through a day with the least amount of emotional um, fatigue, maybe. Oh, well <laughs> or said. I guess emotional, emotional is not the right word, but energetic. So, um, well, when you're not attached to something, Lisa, how do you feel? You feel lighter. Yeah. When you're like, it has to come out this way. Yeah. And I gotta do this, and I have to, you know, I have to do this, and I have to do that, and I have to be here this, and I don't have enough time. Mm-hmm. And you have all these conditions going on in your life. Yeah. That is draining. I think it's more. You know what it is? It's almost like it's almost like a, a more mindful meditation version of go with the flow. Just roll with it. Love it. Right. It's basically that's the it. same idea. Lisa, that's it. Yeah basically the exact same idea right just get up and kind of roll with it and see where the day takes you uh, stop be, paddling upstream yes like be open to just, it right? yeah 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 and so how do we put this law into action or how, i mean we know how to do it because we do it a lot um how do we and and don't get me wrong we also have moments where we have to really put it into practice because yeah. we're humans too right but how how would you say that we could um three easy some steps tips, sure okay to, for people except things i say are So accept things as they are, whether you like it or whether you don't like it, um, it is what it is. So my my tip on top of that one, as you're saying that, is because that's not always, that took us a long time. You Mm -hmm. and I, it took us time to get to that place. It's not, you know, we had to practice it. Um, So I think on top of that tip, I would say to people to do that, when you're having that moment of where you're thinking, stop. Just stop for a second. And just even, you know, in your head, count to 10 or just breathe or just, you know, as, as my partner, Mr. Braun over here, he always says to me, you know, just, just breathe, like just absolutely in out. Right. And that, um, take a pause. Yes. And that really kind of just regrounds you for a second and it lets you refocus your mind because there's no solution when you are accepting what is. You're not focused on a solution. Yeah. There's no work to be done. Well, I think too, taking that pause it takes the emotional it takes the emotional response away right and then it steps you back to ground yourself and become focused on on right. uh, and when you do the breathing when you say just breathe mm-hmm. well you're calming your nervous system right away mm-hmm. right away you are centering yourself yeah. physically emotionally spiritually you're so that's a really good tip yeah. accept and breathe so yeah. we'll add breathe into that I accept breathe. And, and breathe, breathe. Yeah. number 2 yeah. i would say don't defend your point of view. Okay. Do not defend. A lot of times you may not even realize you're doing this. Mm-hmm. You go through a day and see how often that you are defending your point of view. Yeah. And you might be surprised. And that's where that stop and freeze is going to come again because it's going to be natural. Yeah. It's going to be natural instinct. Why, why does this person have to think like me? Yeah. They don't. Yeah. And that's all about compassion. Yeah. Uh, compassionate listening. And when... When you allow somebody to be who they are mm-hmm. in your presence, mm-hmm. that's a beautiful gift. Oh, yeah. Because you're me. You don't have to agree. Again, no. you're taking the work out. Yeah. You're taking the resistance out. You're going to allow that person to have a different point of view, yet be comfortable in your presence. Exactly. Exactly. And you're, and then you're, you're also, you're giving yourself a gift because you're allowing Huge. yourself to truly get to know that person at the core. Yes. For, and accept as, them for as, who they as, are. Yes. And you're, 
and in return, because it's reciprocal, mm -hmm. you know, energy attract, you know, that then they're going to be accepting of you. Yeah. You know, I mean, I'm not trying to simplify the world's problems, but I think if there was a lot more compassionate listening going on mm -hmm. in the world, um, on on you know uh, a much higher level. Yeah, again, that would be yeah, another. Yeah, we won't go there. We will not go there. Go there. <laughs> so yeah, so we're going to accept and breathe, and we're going to um, stop defending our point of view and continue breathing. Mm -hmm. And just always breathe. <laughs> breathing is good. Yes, <laughs> and just align yourself to your path. So already know, and so what I mean by that, when I say align yourself to the right path that's already there for you. Mm -hmm. What I'm saying is through the practice of meditation and through the practice of being mindful of your thoughts, you will naturally, effortlessly, find yourself on your path. Okay. You, you won't have a choice. It will that, happen. Okay. It I, will had to, happen. I had to think about that yes, for a second. But I okay. know. And so, but it's true. So, because when you do that, you are changing the entire vibrational frequency of your of your emotional and spiritual mm -hmm. and physical body. Mm -hmm. So all of a sudden, you are a vibrational match for the right path that's there. Right. So you have to meet that path. That path, in, in one way. And that's why the doors, all of a sudden you feel, you start feeling, oh my gosh, every door is just opening for me. Yes. Like I'm saying that hypothetically, yes. not literally doors, but but every door, you know, things just seem to be coming yes. effortlessly. Well, and you know, I'm gonna give you an example. I had a client last week, uh, and it was a very, very interesting session. And I gave her some advice, and my advice, uh, which I, I've given before, and I give to myself, I remind myself of this too, is that we all have that inner light and that inner being in inside of us. Mm -hmm. And that inner being is already, has all the wisdom and all the knowledge and everything that we need has all of our answers, but we are not aligned to that light within ourselves. Mm -hmm. So when we choose to align, you know, our physical, the more physical part of our being to that of the light within us, because that light isn't going to come down to meet you. You have to meet the light. That's right. the message I'm trying to get. Oh, I like that. Yes. It's not coming to you. Yeah. You have to raise your vibration to meet it. Okay. And so when you choose, mm -hmm. and we all have it, we all call it your soul, call it your heart, call it your intuitive nature, call it whatever you want, yeah. call it God within you, whatever you want to call it. I call it, I just call it the inner being. That's what Esther Hicks, that kind of stuck with me. And so I know that inner being inside of me is a light being. Mm -hmm. And I know it holds all the answers because when I meditate, I get my answers. You know, when yes, I meditate, me too. I feel good. Yeah. And so I know we all have our own inner wisdom. And we all it's meditate about, in a different way too. Yes. I don't necessarily, I don't meditate probably like you do. Um, I can do it, you know, I could be walking down the street and need realize I need a moment and yeah. I can do it, you know, in that moment. Um, I, I mean, I know technically it is meditation, but to me it's very different, I think, than how, you know, we've had a conversation Absolutely. about that. Absolutely, um, and that's okay. And, yeah, so people can, you know, find meditation. I think with, with all that means is just stop for a moment and just go within yourself. Just yes. sort of think of what you're really feeling and then just take a breath. And it can literally happen within seconds as you're going along. It's not like we've had in the past podcasts, we've had the conversation where yeah. you have to sit in the corner with your legs crossed and meditate yeah. for two hours, you know, so. So just yeah. to recap, you're going to accept and breathe. You're going to stop defending your point of view mm -hmm. and breathe mm -hmm. and 
lastly, just continue the meditation and monitoring the quality of your thoughts yeah. and breathing. I, I, I think, I think that's good. We're going to end it there because Perfect. we're going to, we're going to ask people to, um, you know, give their thoughts. Do you think there is such a thing of a law of least effort? Do you live it? Is it something you'd want to live? Um, do you think it's... Or why can't you? Why don't you think you can? Well, maybe, if, you, if you feel that you can't. Right. Maybe they think it's you know, just hog question, uh, you know, and we'll, we'll be happy to, yes. to address it. If do it's you, something do specific. you, you know, is this something you think is just, you know, hog pooey and Mary and I are just sitting here <laughs> and blowing smoke? I don't know. Like, it, you know, we really want your thoughts on it. Um, as, as I've said many times before, you can find Mary, um, more about information about Mary at... Um, www.mindfulnesswithmary.com, right? Absolutely. Okay. And she's also on Instagram and Facebook under the same name? Yes. Yes. Okay. Um, and obviously, you guys know where to find me because you found this podcast. So once again, I'm happy to um, have talked with you all and touch base. And we want to know your thoughts on everything. So we're going to sign off. Um, I wish everybody a great night. And thank you, Mary. Thank you, Lisa. Goodbye.